Welcome back to another Two Guys Golf Podcast. This is Tyler. And this is Mike. Yeah, it's the first time in four podcasts we've done that right. Yep, we're, Congratulations we're us. High fives all around. Hashtag uh, good introing. Yes. Yep. <laughs> people people know what that's about. Yep. Throw up the hashtag if um, you're listening. Yep. I already know she's going to be in the car right now. She's going to do it. Got two Although, hands on the wheel. This won't come out <laughs> probably when she's... I don't know. Tuesday. Anyways, this will be our Tuesday podcast. I'll 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 send out. Uh recording this in January 2023. So and that leads us to kind of what we're gonna do today, which mm-hmm. is we're gonna preview the PJ Tour's biggest events. Um the Masters, PGA Championship. Uh, I think the Dell match play was in there. Mm-hmm. Players did I say the Masters already? Yes, that was the first one. Sorry. The, <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the, oh, the Open Championship, the U.S. Open, the Ryder Cup is on there. Yep. And then... Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. We can talk about that. It's coming up. And the very, Farmers. Yep. That one's going on yep. as we speak. So we're going to do a little... Just kind of like a little preview of this year's biggest tournaments with... Betting odds, things of that nature, kind of what we think about it, and just, just kind of let it run. So yeah, let you uh, what what you got over there? Yeah, so basically, like I'm gonna, I have a sports book app pulled up right now. Um, I I do not online bet, so I don't have a sports book bet up either. I don't I don't have one, so I won't have one in Mike Will. Yep. So I've got it pulled that, up. That's a joke. People will get that. The people <laughs> that will get that joke will get that joke. So I've I've got it pulled up. I'm gonna ask Tyler who who he thinks as of right now, January twenty seventh, twenty twenty three, who does he think is gonna be the favorite to win? Now with the PGA, there's never truly a favorite. You know, there's never like a, a minus, you know, odds person. Um no, not really. But you know, who who Vegas thinks has the best chance to walk away from that tournament as a winner. Um, and it's it's pretty early into the season. Um, John Rahm's got two wins under his belt already. The Century and the Amex. And he is currently participating at the Farmers Insurance Tournament that's going on right now. Shout out Torrey Pine, San Diego. Um, we have got the leaderboard pulled up. Um, and John Rom, his headline on the PGA Tour website is Rom goes from cut line to contention. Mm. Matches Friday's low at Farmers, so he's he went from tied at 116 to tied 14, which now he's second, second, currently, solo second, currently two behind. Okay, uh, Sam Ryder. Yep. So he's climbing up the leaderboard. I mean, he's starting out this season red hot. You know, as hot as you can. Um, so how how are you feeling about the farmers based on the leaderboard right now? Obviously, we're not to the weekend yet, but as you're looking at it we right are now, since it's round three. Oh, is it round three already? it's Wednesday to Saturday due to football. Oh. Technically. <laughs> that's good to know. Yep. Only tournament that's like that. Okay. Um, To answer your question, uh, no way Sam Ryder wins that event. Okay. I hope this is a cold takes exposed thing because that'd be kind of funny. <laughs> but like, he's currently leading by two. He's even on the day. Mm-hmm. Seems like the better golfers are making runs. Yep. Um, looks like he might be setting himself up in position to 
he he's looking like he might be in a position to be in the final group with John Rahm and one of the hardest golf courses kind of on tour. Yeah, Torrey Pines. Um just in the sense that it's long, the rough's always thick. Mm-hmm. The ball doesn't go as far because it's at sea level. Yep. And the greens are just small. It's a US Open venue. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not up there with like say PJ National uh at Honda where 16 of 18 holes um, have water. Okay. So those are kind of kind of different styles of golf. Uh, I'd say Torrey Pines is just hard for the sake of being hard, mm-hmm. where PGA National is hard due to course design. Um, Because of that, I just don't see any way, like, if Sam Ryder's in the final group with John Rahm tomorrow, like, John Rahm might not win just because there's a lot of great golfers on the leaderboard. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not seeing Sam Ryder win at all. I mean, Sam Ryder, hole in one, you know, Phoenix Open last year yep. on 16. You know, good guy, seems like a nice dude, but I'm just, I'm just not seeing it. I'm not seeing him win it. Yeah, yeah. That that video has been getting a lot of publicity as of late because he is leading this tournament right now. And, um, yeah. So Rom's two back as of right now. Um, three holes ahead of Ryder. Um, but yeah, I mean, Colin Morikawa's, you know, solo third. He's right up there. Um, he's finally learning to putt is why he's, mm. he's apparently found it. Okay. By using some sort of palm, palm method. Okay. Kind of getting his palms to face each other, using his hands more together instead of separately. Um, and it's helping him putt a lot. He was going with the claw for a little bit last year, mm. but he's he's certainly improving. It's mainly his chipping that's been like he doesn't chip well. He pitches out of long rough, probably as good as any PGA Tour pro. Okay, but he's definitely a below average chipper of the golf ball. Okay, um, you know as far as going through like some technique stuff that. It has a lot to do with his left hand, mm, um, okay. from from what I've heard, read, and seen. Mm-hmm. Um, not my original opinion on why he's not a good chipper. If you would have asked me why he wasn't a good chipper of the golf ball, because I've I've seen it live watching the century. I mean, the man is just a bad chipper of the golf ball. That's all there is to it. He doesn't effectively use the bounce, and I would say some of that probably just comes from there's a lot going on when you're trying to win a PGA tour event, obviously as somebody who's a hundred percent armchair quarterbacking, I'd say it comes down to just, it comes down to having the wrong mindset mm-hmm. when you're a bad chipper. Okay. Um, part of that is for instance, Colin on the 14th hole at, uh, Kapalua, Flubbed a 40-ish yard pitch shot. Mm-hmm. And I think it pretty much rolled down to his feet. And yes, you're supposed to make birdie there. So he was probably trying to hit it inside five feet, right? Yep. It's a 40-yard chip or a 40-yard shot, kind of a pitch chip shot off a tight lie into the grain, which just means the grass is growing towards him instead of with him. Okay. The club's going to stick more. As somebody who is 
like a bad chipper of the golf ball, he needs to, or his caddy needs to, in that moment, not have an ego, not have too much pride to say, I'm not good at this shot, but I am good enough to get around the shot for now. Mm, okay. And maybe you don't make birdie, but if you two putt from 15 feet, it's better than what he made, made bogey. Yeah. On a hole that was playing almost close to like under par mm-hmm. or one full shot under par. I, I think it was, I think there was more birdies than there were pars on that golf hole throughout the week mm. as a par five, just because it was so short. Okay. Um, so making six there is kind of like losing two shots. It's almost like a double. I think in that moment, you just got to, you have to work around your deficiencies and not, not be too prideful. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's, you know, you have to look at it and say, Anywhere, sometimes, and I've done this, I've gone through this with being like a bad chipper of the golf ball for a little bit. You know, going through the ebbs and flows of golf, you're not always going to have that like ability to see. The thing is, you're not always going to have the ability to hit it to five feet mm-hmm. from 40 yards. But sometimes you still have the confidence that you can. Okay. And it's sometimes taking your confidence and putting a back seat, putting it in the back seat to good game game management mm-hmm. to saying and that's maybe where a good caddy comes in to say hey boss i know you believe you can hit this to five feet i believe you can hit it to five feet too but you know we haven't been hitting these shots very well lately mm-hmm. hey if we're gonna hit this shot let's err on the side of let's err on the side of let's land it on the pin number um say the say the pin's 42 yards Okay. Let's land it 42 mm-hmm. or as close to 42 as we can. It's going to skip a couple. It's going to spin. It's probably going to stop 10, maybe 12 feet past the hole. Maybe, maybe it rolls back. Who knows? Depends on the, I'm thinking of the 14th hole at Kapalua and I'm not sure what the slope of that green is. I think it's, I don't think it has much of a slope as far as like, it's not going to rip back towards the hole. So mm-hmm. it's probably going to be 10, 12 feet. The thing is, is what happens a little bit is, you have the tendency to, it's 42 yards. Your confidence says, let's land this 38 with some check, lowers, you know, lower trajectory where it's going to take one big bounce from 38 yards. It's going to go to 41. It's going to bounce nine feet. It's going to spin. It's going to zip. It's going to be right next to the hole. Mm. Your confidence says that. Yep. Your game says you need to hit it to 10 feet past the hole. Yep. And what happened with Colin, he didn't even get it to the green. And mm. I, I truly believe that that's just a, it's just a game management error. It's not a, it's not really a mental error, because in his mind he's probably doing all the right things, yep. taking his time, having a routine, working on all the things. You know, he's hitting the shot that's required. Yep, the shot that required was a low skipper. It was kind of going to land short at the pin and run up. Unfortunately, his game couldn't manage that, mm. and he needed to almost hit the wrong shot. Okay. He needed the, sometimes you have to hit the shot that's right for you, not the shot that's right for the course. Yep. And you see that a lot with guys like like if I'm just speaking from my own own, you know, perspective, some days you're just hooking it more than you really like to. Yep. You almost need to kind of you'd almost need to hit you know, hit a cut to hit it straight. Mm-hmm. Kind of level off that you know, hook. And that's something that you just have to get 
used to. Obviously, I'm not nearly as good a golfer as Colin Morikawa. So, again. Let the record show. Yeah, let the record show. This is armchair quarterbacking. <laughs> I, I clearly have all the details in front of me. I know what happened. Yep. So, that's not. You know, I think he'd even agree if he asked him. I think he would just say, you know, like, man, it's it's really hard out there. Like, yep. it's, it's hard to do this. And I'd say, you know what? I get that. Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. So, um, well, I didn't expect to go, like, 10 minutes there on Colin Morikawa, but <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of insight. Um, certainly, CC right now is going to be, like, Sometimes when you guys talk, it is just like a foreign language to me. Like I'm trying to follow, but I just don't know the jargon. Um, or is she last night we were talking about podcasting and she's like, sometimes I just don't understand the, and that she was trying to, she was working it through her head and she's like the lingo. Yeah. The lingo. Sometimes I just don't pick up on it and I'm trying to follow, but sometimes I just kind of like get lost in like what you guys are saying. Cause I just don't know. Like, what that means like what does that word mean um hmm, interesting so but hold on let's take a short 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 pause here check in a golf shot equals spin yep zipper a low shot that spins and comes back just a little yep a ripper a shot that's high and rips backwards <laughs> um grain like grain grabs the club is like grain that's mm-hmm. due to grass um, what else did I just talk about? I think that's mainly the words I use that probably need some deciphering for those that don't know. So yeah, that you'd put a number on in a book and then you yep. put it all the way at the back, like explaining yeah, it. Yep. So an, an index. Yes. Um, that's right. <laughs> so, you know, maybe as we know our audience, we'll maybe mm-hmm. I'll as the, in one that's usually using the words, I'll try to try to shift our focus to being maybe a bit more uh, <laughs> educational. Friendly. Yeah, listener-friendly, educational. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So um, so we were talking about the the Farmers Insurance Open that's going on right now. Um, I'm looking at the opening betting lines for winner. I had to scroll very far to find Sam Ryder. I think it was 350 to one. Yeah. Um, however you can calculate it, they have it at plus. So plus 16,000 to win this tournament. Plus 16,000 to win this tournament. Mm-hmm. And what that means for people that don't do any sort of like betting with, you know, pluses and minuses and X number to one odds or X to two or yeah, however it may be. Plus basically means if it's a plus 100 bet, if you put $100 on the line, Vegas or whatever casino Mm -hmm. you are betting will give you an additional $100. So basically, you know, if you win, if you lose, you're out. But if you had put $100 on Sam Ryder to win this golf tournament, Mm -hmm. Vegas would give you $16,000 back. Plus your 100. Yeah, plus, plus your additional, your initial 100. Yep. Um, so just to kind of explain that, because we're going to talk a lot of pluses and minuses going yep. forward. So, yep, that's that's a good call there. And also to you know the flip side of that, if someone's minus four hundred, mm-hmm. they need to you need to bet four hundred dollars on that bet 
to win one hundred dollars. Yep. So that one's uh that that would be quite the odd. That would be quite the odds. We probably won't see any of those no. today. <laughs> that that doesn't happen in golf. No. Only no. in baseball. Especially on actually openers. basketball. Basketball has a lot of minus like five something hundred odds too. Yeah. Sometimes in football too. Sometimes I've seen like minus sixteen hundred. I don't th- those are stupid. Those That's are insane. silly. You have to put up one thousand six hundred dollars to win a hundred bucks. Like then the Dallas played the Houston Texans, didn't they? Like they went to overtime in that game. Yeah, they were plus like seventeen mm-hmm. or minus seventeen. The Cowboys were that game. Yeah, I, that's just crazy. The world of now that the betting world for sports is so much more accessible to states that allow it, it's insane to watch because. A lot of times I just want to know the odds at the beginning of the game so I mm-hmm. can like follow the odds of like, you know, the over under or you know <laughs> the, the over spread. under the over under breaks hearts. Yeah, it does. I cannot believe how often like forty two and a half they get it to like the point. Just mm-hmm. it's either forty three or forty one or forty two. It just yeah. has to be under forty two and a half. So Yeah. It's it's extremely interesting to follow. Um it's just betting is a big business. Oh yeah, especially now now that people can literally do it from their cell phone, from their couch at home. Like you don't have to go to a casino, you don't have to be in Vegas. Like it's just it's insane. So the beginning, the opening um, Vegas pick to win this should probably not be a shocker. It was John Rahm mm-hmm. at plus four hundred. Mm. The next two were Colin Morikawa and Xander Shoffley. At plus twelve hundred. Oh, and Tony Finau too, plus twelve hundred. So um I would say I mean John Rahm is making a charge up the leaderboard right now. Um so he's certainly in contention to win. Uh Xander's not too far back, and then Colin Morikawa and Tony Finau are both they're they're up there on the leaderboard too. So it's interesting to go back and look from like two or three days ago when the betting lines opened up. Yeah. Um, or like the final like projections before the tournament got underway. It's interesting to see. Um, now as we're following this, John Rahm has just as a live on a live sports book right now um, to win. He is plus 100. So his odds have gone down 300. From the opening to now, and he's not even leading. Yeah, I mean, this it goes to my point earlier about why Sam Ryder will not win that golf tournament. Mm-hmm. I bet you his odds right now, even though he's leading by two, are they've got to be like plus seven hundred. So he's at a plus two eighty right now. Two eighty. Mm-hmm. See, this is why I'm not good at this. <laughs> because it's only a two-shot lead. Right. Un- unless it's changed, I guess. No, he is still two shots. Um, Sam's Sam Ryder is 12 under for the tournament, and John Rahm is 10 under. I mean, he's still even on the day, and he just played the 13th hole, which is a par 5 on the south course, and it should be birdie. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's just made... I don't see I don't see him having the firepower to take these guys down. I mean well sorry, I, I should have looked at the leaderboard. I guess I kinda understand 
looked at the leaderboard more. Because now I'm kind of looking at it and I kind of see... Because after John Rahm, it's Sung J.M., Tony, and Colin. Yep. They're five behind, so... And five most... behind is... So, in the odds are right then. Like, Sam Ryder's definitely more likely to become second mm-hmm. than he is first. Yep. Just because it's John Rahm behind him. Which, interesting, is I bet... Like, Tony Finau and Colin Morikawa have to have better odds to win tomorrow than Sung J.M. And they do. Yep. I would bet you, and this is this is the fun part where like not having the sports book in front of me is is kind of fun, is because like I'm betting Tony and Collins are pretty much the same. They are exactly the same. Exactly. Okay. Yep. John Rahm's the lead, leading. He's at plus one hundred. Yep. Is Sam Ryder second though? He is. Yep. Interesting. And his just went up to plus three hundred. So just. Just like that. Probably hit it in the rough on 14. Yep. Um. Yeah, so Tony, Max Homa, and Colin Morikawa are all tied as far as their odds to win. And that's plus 480. Plus 1,200. 12? Vegas putting a lot of stake in the John Rahm right now. Which I mean, that's a that's a that's a tiger bet. They're they're trying to get people to put money on John. Mm. In my opinion, okay. And I, I think it probably that's kind of something you used to do with Tiger is they would give give Tiger like good odds, okay, for people to for people to like bet on him, and then they'd change it, Oops. okay. Um later on like once the tournament got kind of started mm-hmm. the uh um the the reason i was so surprised they're plus 1200 is because tory is such a hard golf course mm-hmm. that like five doesn't really seem like that much no like anything could happen you know john rom has a bad break you know gets in the rough and makes double all of a sudden you know they're they're right back in it, so yeah. Um, um, I would say that like it'd be interesting because I bet, like theoretically, I would say Tony and Colin and Max mm-hmm. are more likely to become to come second in this tournament mm. over Sam Ryder. Okay, but at the same time, I think it can also be true that Sam Ryder. Has a he does have a better chance to win the golf tournament because mm-hmm. I think kind of in the golf world, the you're kind of probably they're gonna like play really well tomorrow and win, or you're probably gonna like self destruct. Yep, and that's you know kind of my my unexpert opinion just from like a golfer standpoint. Mm-hmm. It's kind of rare that you hold the lead for three days and then. And then just kind of have like a eh day. Yep. I feel like you're kind of like going to have the same kind of day or just totally blow up. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're talking about the Farmers Insurance Open, which is the tournament going on right now. Um, we'll kind of shift gears a little bit into a future tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, the one 
Do you want to do the Phoenix Open, or do you want to talk? Do you want to jump straight into the uh, into the um the Masters? Let's actually let's just do Phoenix really quick because I I am curious actually to know about the odds. Okay. Because what'll be interesting is Rory McIlroy is world number one, mm-hmm. and Rory McIlroy is also playing that golf tournament, I believe, for either the first time or I know at least the first time in like five years. Okay, because he does not normally play that golf tournament, but it is a designated event event now through the PGA Tour. Um, one of the twelve or so events that have a higher purse. Um, see, my initial thought was like, no, we don't need to talk about this because. How many times do we need to talk about how John Rahm is the, the favorite? Right. But I think Rory might be the favorite, but I'm not sure. They have to be 1-2, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just trying to figure out, and like I said, I would like to be brief about this because I think the Masters is more interesting from like a talking standpoint, but I'm willing to bet... <laughs> Man, I feel like their odds almost got to be like the same. Are their odds the same or within like a hundred? They're within two hundred. <sighs> within two hundred? Yep. The thing is, Rory's like Rory's playing really well in Abu Dhabi right now too. So I'm gonna say I bet Rom's the favorite. Final answer. Final answer. John Rom is the favorite. John Rom's the favorite at. Plus three hundred ish. No, he's uh higher than that. Really? Yep. What is it? He is plus five fifty. Interesting. So Rory's plus seven fifty. He is. Yep. It's interesting how how the odds are so different with how many like all the all the good players are going to be there. Yeah, like, gets kind of the designated thing is that the top sixty players that they've picked like they all go. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's interesting how different the odds are. Cause I was, I'm thinking of like, if you take John Rahm and Rory McIlroy and put them in the colonial mm-hmm. with how they're playing currently, I'm betting John Rahm's like plus 300 and I'd bet Rory's like plus 400. Yep. Because of the other people to beat them are going to be like JJ Henry, um, JJ Spawn. JT Postman, Poston, um, Scott Stallings, like these guys that are mid-tier PGA Tour players. And it's interesting to see how much, like Rory at plus 750 with how he's playing is really, really interesting just because there are so many other great players in that tournament that it really does affect it that much. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. I bet third is probably... Third at the Phoenix. Oh, that's really tough. Xander? Um, no. Who is it? Um, third is Scotty Scheffler. Ah, damn it! I was almost gonna say Scotty, because he is the leading or you know defending champion, but like. He has been playing good. I don't. He's not really been doing anything crazy though. Mm-hmm. I mean, to his standards, anyways. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, um, 
Yeah, so Masters. Yeah, yep. Um, so the Masters. Um, Played in Georgia, for any that don't know. Yep, Augusta National. Yeah, Augusta National. Small course, Augusta National. Relatively unknown. Down in Georgia. They got some, like, flower thing or whatever. Yeah. Green and yellow are their colors. Yep. Hardly recognizable. Mm-hmm. Never copied by anybody. Never. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, I have the, the odds for the winner pulled up. Um, It's got to be John Rahm. You going to lock in that answer? Or do you want to think about it some more? Because... This is a tournament where we're now adding a different world of golf into the mix. Now we've got the live golfers coming in, too. Uh, that's the thing we were going to talk about. We'll get yep. there. We'll get there someday. There is no way Cam Smith is leading. There is no way Cam Smith is the betting favorite for that golf tournament. Listen. He doesn't play against anybody. He plays against... <laughs> Plumbers and firemen. Yeah, I shorts. They play three day tournaments. Yeah, what's he gonna do on the fourth day? He's gonna go. To, he's gonna go to Butler Cabin on Saturday and <laughs> think that the tournament was over. Yeah, put on my green jacket. They're gonna uh, be like, buddy, you got eighteen more holes to go. And he's yeah. like, what is this shit? <laughs> my Saudi Arabian prince money. They just let me play three days. <laughs> this is the yeah. I just I don't know. I'll 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 throw it out as a spoiler alert. It is not Cam Smith. I, Thank you. I threw in the live golf idea just to try to throw you for a loop. Um, but it, it is not a live golfer who is. It's got to be John Rom. But then Rory's. It's got to be John Rom. It's got to be John Rahm. I have to say it's John. I'm locking in John Rahm. It is John Rahm. Okay. It, but I'm bet it's got to be close. It is very close. Is it with is it is it within 100? It is within 100. Yep. Is it Rory? It is Rory. Okay. Is third Third's got to be is I would imagine third is Scotty Scheffler too. Yep, there are three people tied for third, as far as odds go, but Scotty, Scotty Scheffler, JT, Xander. Nope. Damn. You got you got the first two right, Scotty first, and Justin. Scotty JT. and just oh Tiger, obviously. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I could get it if I guessed more, but yeah, yeah, it's a name you already said before. Um. And you might not be too thrilled about it, but it is Cam Smith. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. Well, not really. I, I'm not as mad at him, I guess. <laughs> I'm mainly mad at Phil. Yep. And Brooks. Yeah, Brooks and just, yeah. There's nothing like saying I'm not going or whatever and then being like, well, actually, yeah, I am going. Because mm-hmm. they're majors. It, whatever. I don't know. Anyways. um, Yeah, so... My, what's curious to me though is is Max Homa in the top ten of I I'm betting not, but I'm curious to know. He's not in the top ten. He's got it. Is he plus like twenty eight hundred then? 
Is it worse than that? I'm still scrolling for Max Homa. It he can't he can't be in like the four thousands. Forty five hundred. I'm still not seeing. What it. are you at? Oh, okay. Do you want to know his odds? Uh, yeah, because I might bet on it. Plus sixty five hundred. Is his odds worse or better than Tiger's? Worse. Yeah, Tiger's more likely to win that tournament. I bet he's plus five thousand. Six thousand. Six thousand. Yep. That's so. That's so insane to me. Max Homa is like right now playing some of maybe the best golf in the world. Listen, I'm a Max Homa homer. This is not a. This is not <laughs> news. So I mean, like, I'm a little. I'm a little like. You're not giving the respect that he deserves. Mm-hmm. From a betting standpoint, although once we got, is there a top ten futures on that? Nope, they're all no, locked. Yeah, they're like all locked. So that that'll three, come. Top 10. I bet you, I would take Max Homa for a top ten though. Okay. And I bet you would still be like plus three thousand ish. That'd be That'd ideal. Be a good value bet. That'd be a huge value bet. Yeah. Because if he continues to trend the way he is. I think t- top tenning is almost uh, still hard. Mm-hmm. It's still a good. It'd still be like a good win. It'd be like a good result for him. But I think it's more of like a plus twelve hundred bet. Mm-hmm. The way he's playing currently, right now, today, like driving the ball a long way, hitting great iron shots. He's gone to aim point putting, and he's 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 putting his ass off, and he's working with Mark Blackburn to. And who does a really good job of helping guys understand what their bodies can do. Mm-hmm. One of the things Max did was actually went to a flatter golf swing with his left arm. Got mm-hmm. his left arm a little lower. Because okay. Mark explained to him that like your body needs to go flatter the way it's built. And Max actually said, in a quote, he said that it's nice because for the first time I don't feel like I'm fighting my body to have a golf swing. Mm-hmm. And okay. ever since then, he's won. Um, He's won like three more tournaments since he said that okay. and he's top tenning all the time he's i mean he's a you know maximum is one of my favorite golfers i, I he's from southern california kind of just built it all on his own you know with the help of some of his like his caddies is like one of his childhood best friends mm-hmm. and just i think that's awesome you know a lot of the things he did in college and then q school and tour school like just one of those, one of those, one of those kind of guys, you know. And I got a lot of respect for him, but that's that's kind of my soapbox for the Max Homa homerisms, I guess. And uh, if if you're looking to make a cool hundred thousand dollars off of a hundred dollar bet, a couple names I'm seeing at the bottom of this list: Fred Couples. Oh my god, I'd put I, I that would be awesome. Can I have like Fred Couples to lead after day one? <laughs> For like, because that's <laughs> that might actually happen. Like VJ Singh, um, Philip, Philip Alfred Mickelson. No, no. I might have to do some scrolling here. <laughs> what is, what is he? Oh, plus thirteen thousand. Oh, okay, Phil. Got it. Um. So yeah, some interesting stuff here. Um. You know, Ricky Fowler kind of. Bottom third of the pack, plus 8,000. I'd take him for a top 10, too. Bubba Watson, 6,500. He's going to miss the cut. 
bet this is not a betting advice podcast, but mm-hmm. if you wanted to bet for Bubba Watson to miss the cut, I think that'd be good that'd be a good bet. Mm-hmm. Um just he honestly might not even play. Yeah. He's in he's on that field because he's automatically qualified as a winner, but mm-hmm. from my understanding he's he's been pretty hurt. Okay. And he's kind of not yeah, I don't think he's like a I don't think he's like playing. He's supposed to be going to live or something. Or he yeah. already did go to live. I don't know. Okay. But he's like he's not playing. He's like he had surgery or something. He's it's a whole thing. Hmm. Um anyways, yeah, so some value some like good value bets probably for the masters would be obviously we don't have all the odds for like a lot of the top tens but like jt probably a lock for a top 10 yep rory probably a lock for the top 10 um scotty i'm not so sure i feel like scotty's golf swing relies so much on timing mm-hmm. of a few things his hands and his feet, I'd almost be, like, worried that, like, if it's rainy, like, how does that work with his foot thing? Yeah. That's actually, like, a really good question. Is like, does Scotty Scheffler have a hard time when it rains because his foot slips at a different rate than it does when it's dry? Mm-hmm. Or when he plays on Bermuda versus bent grass, does, like, does his foot feeling feel differently? Yeah. I just, it's something, something to look out for. How does Scotty Scheffler play in, in the muck? You know, science. Is he a mutter? Like, maybe not. Yeah. You know, they say that about Colin Morikawa. He's not a mutter. Trackman mm-hmm. golfer. Okay. If he plays where it's all flat and there's no wind, he's probably going to win. Hmm. But get him in some of the conditions. Straight out the mud. Not so good. Yeah. Not not great. So, but I, I can see Colin Morikawa top 10 Masters as well. Okay. I think, I think we should probably... To be honest, we're kind of you know as one of our first preview pods of 2023, we really are winging this. Yep, there's n- literally no structure, so no. like we have no notes. Like I'm just opening up a sports book and just reading off numbers, and I'm just talking. You're just guessing, and so, but I, I do think that. we should probably make some kind of a formal prediction for who will win. Okay. The only thing I'll say is I'm not so sure. Like it's, it's really that's the why like top ten bets are kind of more my thing. Yep. I think top tens are. Well, statistically and analytically, they are easier to predict mm-hmm. because there are more options. Like you just have to be 10 or two through 10, I guess. Yep. Um, but one guy to beat like 70 guys, that's, that is kind of hard. So, um, yep. but from my perspective, I'm thinking, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm going to go Justin Thomas Okay. for my winner. I think he's finally going to do it. I do. I think he's just. I think he is. I've seen enough out of him that I feel like he's got just enough tiger in him right now. Mm, okay. That he's he is starting to, starting to get it. And watching him win the PGA was really really cool. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's time for him to. I think he's going to get another one. I think okay. he's, I think he's going to be the Masters. I think his golf game. Sets up well for the Masters, and just the more time he gets to hang out with Tiger, the better. Mm-hmm. And Tiger really taking a backseat to like he's not going to play anymore. No, nope. like he's it's over. We all have to be okay with that. Yep, it sucks. 
someday we will have a formal like I'm done kind mm-hmm. of a thing. But as of right now, to me, he's he's done. He's gonna play, but he's see because the thing is, is Tiger when he wasn't playing when he was when he was injured was giving JT a lot of advice. Okay, and then when Tiger was coming back to like play and he was like kind of okay, like in 2019 when he won, like he wasn't telling JT anything because mm, he's okay. just like now you know JT would. The stories kind of go like JT text him, you know, like, you know, whatever, a couple weeks before the Masters, and like Tiger just wouldn't text him back, hmm. and then Tiger text him or whatever, and be like, "I'll, I'll see you on Thursday," mm. like at the Masters, like, okay. you know, as much as they're uh, great, great friends, I mean, there's some competitiveness there, and yeah. you know, they've Tiger's obviously has a routine of how he gets ready for a major, and yep, he's not going to change that just because he wants to text Justin Thomas back. Right. You know, and so, but now, now I feel that's changed. I don't think there's ever going to be a point anymore where Tiger's withholding information from his friends, Mm -hmm. especially JT, who is, he's said is kind of like a little brother to him and a big brother to Charlie. I think at this point, Tiger wants to probably see JT specifically succeed, you know, in any way he can help him. And so for me, from like a betting standpoint, I'm taking that into consideration with a lot of my JT bets. Okay. I, I could, JT's got the skill set in the golf swing. I could see him winning multiple majors this year. Okay. But we'll, uh, we'll get there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, a $20 bet on JT to win, that nets you $280. So you're 20 back plus 260. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, looking at the leaderboard, I don't like Scotty. I don't like. I mean, it's hard to count out John Rahm, Cam Smith. I don't. The problem like. with John Rahm playing so well is it's making his odds worse. Right. And the 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 statistical probability that he continues this level of golf mm-hmm. is so little. You'd almost need him to start playing bad to get his odds to go back up. Yep. So you can actually get him at a good, valuable price. Mm-hmm. And it's. It's not it right now. You don't want to bet on John Rahm to win the Masters when he's just won two golf tournaments. Right. And you need him to like second in the next one. And the thing with John Rahm is he could have four bad weeks in a row. That doesn't mean he's not going to still win the, the Masters. Right. From a betting standpoint, I'd almost want John Rahm to like miss two cuts. Mm-hmm. Like because I still would trust him that he. And, and the biggest thing too with John Rahm from a golf swing standpoint. The way he's built his golf swing and the way he's built his body is to make that golf swing as repeatable as possible. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's always so consistent. Yep. He, he just, the mainly what happens to him is do the putts go in or do they not go in? Mm. And that's really the only thing that holds John around back. Okay. Other than that, his golf swing has been the same for many, many years now. And he has got a tenacity in him that is unlike any that we've kind of seen in a while. So I would almost, I would never be afraid to bet on John Rahm when he was playing badly. In fact, I would prefer it. Okay. I would prefer him to miss four cuts in a row and go take him for every major for the year. Cause they'd all be up. Mm-hmm. That'd be, that'd be my ideal situation. Okay. From a betting perspective. Who's who's your pick? I kind of cut you off there. No, that's okay. Um, so 
as I'm looking at it, you know, like I said, it's it's hard to count out John Rahm just mm-hmm. based on how he's playing right now. Uh, Rory, you know, the Masters last year, like a lot of fire in him, and he's playing mm-hmm. really good this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so hard to count Rory out. Scotty, I'm with you. I'm just I'm not sold on him winning. I think he'll play well, but I don't think he's going to win. Um, so to be different than you, I'm not going to pick JT. Sure. I'm going to say Rory. And Rory's my heart pick. Yep. It's just not the pick I would bet on. Okay. Just due to odds. Yep. Again, same thing with John Rahm. I, I trust Rory's golfing ability so much that I... I would prefer he missed cuts before the Masters to increase his odds. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I'd make more money. Okay. But as a heart pick, I, I would pick Rory for sure. Okay. I just, I just wouldn't bet on it. In fact, I almost never bet on who I want to win mm. out of a superstition that I feel like I've almost always, I think I've lost pretty much all of those. Okay. That's why I'll do a lot of top five, a lot, lot of top tens, mm-hmm. at least last year. So. Yeah, I just kind of, kind of got into a, a rabbit hole on the sports book app that I'm using. Um, they have golf specials as well. Um, one of Ooh, them is to, hole in one on twelve. No, this one's <laughs> just like throughout the year. Oh, really? To win a major. Um, oh, okay. They have some of those bets. They also have to finish top ten in all four majors. Those are good ones. To finish top five in all four majors. Um, so three kind of like interesting, like, you know, you pick a guy you think is going to finish top five, top 10, the, every major. The only guy I think I've known since I've started watching golf to win or to top five, all four majors in a year was Ricky in 2014. Okay. I don't think it's happened. Since, I don't think anybody's done it since then. It's a hard thing to do. I mean, all four of the majors are a lot different from each mm-hmm. other. It's not like, it's just like, you know. 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D. It's, you know, they're all different. They have their all different challenges, and some people play well at one course, but they won't at the next. And so it's, that's an interesting, uh, interesting line of bets there. So, so yeah, so we got through the majors. Um, my pick was Rory, yours was Justin Thomas. Um, what do you want to do next? We got the PGA Championship, the Dell Match Play, Ryder Cup, Open Championship, U.S. Open. Let's do. Um, let's do the match play quickly. Okay. And then let's do the PGA. Okay. And then let's wrap that as a part one. Okay. And then we'll part two. We'll do uh, U.S. Open, British Open, mm-hmm. and uh, the Ryder Cup. Okay. I think that'll be just a good use of the listener's time mm-hmm. more than anything. Um, so match play, I am so surprised there's sportsbook stuff for the match play already. I am as well. Because it's, I mean, I kind of get why, just because it, it is a important tournament yeah um but and it's in march so yeah i mean it's and it's it's easy to bet on because you're just betting like it's just like march madness yep which is perhaps the greatest value easy betting 
of all time. Mm-hmm. Just because that first two rounds are there's there's just such locks. Just parlay the f- one one and two seeds to win all their <laughs> games, and yep. you're probably gonna make fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Like you're not, your odds aren't gonna be good, but like no. you're almost guaranteed to win your money. Um. Anyways, that's a tangent. Maybe March Madness. Maybe we'll do a special March Madness podcast. Yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Um, I am. I I don't. I have no idea who is probably. I would imagine John Rahm is favored to win the match play. Okay. Is he? He is not. That's interesting. It can't be Rory. Is it Rory? It is Rory. That's super interesting to me. That's really interesting. I feel like Rory's probably Rory's game can be so volatile that like mm-hmm. I'd just be surprised that sports books have him as the favorite. Is it by a lot? No. Is it 200. like okay? Well, what is it? So it's plus twelve hundred for him to win. Yep. Okay, maybe that makes the more rest of sense. the top five is plus fourteen hundred. Okay, so, and the match play is a weird one because you could get. I mean, obviously, like in a golf tournament. Rory is kind of actively beating JT in a in a tournament like a regular one. Yep. But he doesn't ever have to really beat JT. He doesn't even really need to beat the guy that beat JT. Mm-hmm. You know, based on how the the bracket works out. And so I guess that would be kind of in, it, that's an interesting odd scenario of like nobody's better than plus a thousand yep. or nobody nobody's better than plus twelve hundred really. But um, fascinating. I'm. Is John's second though, right? John's tied for second as far as tied for second. Is it JT? Uh, no. Is it Scotty? Scotty is part of that that four four legged group there. Interesting to round out top five. Interesting. Um, Max Homa's getting a lot more credit on this one. He did go four and zero at the Presidents Cup. Mm -hmm. So he's got that dog in him. (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. I I guess from a winning stand, yeah, this one's so hard. Mm-hmm. This one's such a hard to like pick a winner. I guess kind of since the sake of like I kind of have to, or I'll make bogeys forever. Is like. <laughs> I take Xander. Okay. I think Xander's just probably like due to win one of these, like a big tournament again. And he is a he's a very good golfer. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of excels in this kind of a style of like you know, you if you're making pars, you're generally making your opponent beat you. Yep. And so be you know, he's not gonna go out there and like beat somebody. See the thing with Xander is he's not gonna go out there and beat somebody like five and four. He's gonna probably win most of his matches two or one up, mm-hmm. maybe three up. And so I, I do think that probably wears on him as opposed to a guy that gets like hot and maybe wins like five and four, three and two, five and four. He play he's playing a lot less holes by the last match, so yep. he could be more fresh. Yeah, I'd probably, I, but I, I'd probably say Xander as far as like, because what's Xander? I bet Xander's 
three thousand ish. He's plus fourteen hundred. He's part of the forward leg, tied for second. You're odds. kidding me. Yeah. Who's at like plus four thousand? Four thousand. Or are the odds all really close? I mean, you got Tyrell Hatton, Sam Burns, Aaron Wise. Sam Burns is plus four thousand. Mm-hmm. As a value bet, I might think about taking Sam Burns. Like Victor Hovland, three thousand. Jordan Spieth, twenty two hundred. Jordan Spieth, twenty two hundred. Mm-hmm. I'd stay away from that bet. Yep. There's none of value there. He's a great golfer, but Tennessee to be so hot and cold that I just think it'd be really hard for me to put my hard-earned money on Jordan Spieth at plus plus twenty two hundred, especially right now too, because we haven't really seen much of him this year. So be hard to see what he's looking like at the end of March. Yeah. I would take Sam Burns though. He is a he is just gotta he knows how to get the ball in the hole in the least amount of strokes as possible. Mm-hmm. And see, that's maybe one of those golferisms. It's like I say that and like it probably sounds like, well then no shit. Of course he knows how to get the ball. But no, there's a difference between like knowing how to get the ball in the hole and knowing how to just like avoid mistakes. Yep. And Avoiding mistakes is is a is a big part of professional golf in the sense of that's going to make you really really consistent. Which is a Xander. Mm-hmm. Xander's going to make a lot of cuts. He's going to make a lot of money. He's going to win some tournaments, but he's not going to be as as likely to really run away with something. Mm-hmm. Where you put Sam Burns out there at a birdie fest, Rocket Mortgage golf tournament, or the 3M, and he's fresh playing good against like kind of mid-tier tour players, he probably went by five or six. Yeah. Because he just, he knows to get the ball in the hole. Like, mm-hmm. he, it's, he's a, he's one of those guys. He's, pounds it out there, just does the same thing over and over and over. And that is going to lead to a lot of birdies. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're hitting the same shot all the time and your your golf game is kind of, kind of robot golf, when the can when stuff gets kind of hard, it does become harder. Now his level, he's still really good at that too, which is why kind of why I take him for the match play. Yeah, he's kind of got that both. You know, if one of the days is like really easy at the match play, I bet he can go out beat somebody five and four. Okay. One of the days where like the wind is up, it's a little firm. He also has that ability to kind of lock in and just beat somebody one like one up on the eighteenth hole, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, from plus four thousand, that'd be a very, very, very good value. I think to like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be worth your money. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. But where was where's Max though? Max is plus sixteen hundred. That's so sixteen hundred to win the match play, but plus sixty five hundred at Augusta. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd say Augusta's probably easier to win than the match play. Yeah. Just because of the, the circumstances? Of the, the, yeah. I mean, in the in a match play, you can shoot 74 and beat somebody. That's true. Yeah. You can shoot 64 and lose. Yep. You're not playing, like, everybody. You're just playing the guy in front of you. Yep. Which, as I say that, like, yes, sounds like that means it's probably easier to win. But you also, 
you also got to remember, like, that's not the way they play golf. And some guys even like to skip that tournament because it's right before Augusta. Mm. And they don't want the last thing they're playing being, like, a match, match play, play tournament. Because yep. I'm telling you, I really do believe in a in in a way it is harder to win than Augusta mm. simply due to the fact it's a different style of golf tournament. Yeah. And it's it's not at an easy golf course. The golf course is um and so I just I mean that might be that might be a hot take in the sense that like the hard part about Augusta is that it's hard to get to Augusta. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to Augusta, it does take some time to learn the golf course because it's it's a hard golf course. Two people in all the history of Augusta have won it on their first try. Yep. Not including, I guess, the first one. And I think the last one was like Fuzzy Zeller in like 1981. Okay. So it just doesn't happen. So in that sense, yes, it's hard. But... From like a golfing standpoint, it's the same tournament. You mm-hmm. just go into a tournament, you're gonna play four days, and you're gonna try to win it. Yep. Where the match play you start on Wednesday. The winner sometimes plays ninety six holes. I I mean it's, it's a lot of golf. It's a lot of golf. Like it's it's a lot of golf. So like I said, maybe that's a hot take, but I kinda I stand by it. I do think in a way I, I'm putting a lot of emphasis on emphasis on in a way, it's harder. Mm-hmm. I think there's extra things that make the Augusta harder to win, but not necessarily the golf itself. Yep. Um. So. Um. Anyways, I don't know who I'm taking to win. I don't know. Yeah, it might just be too early to tell, or yeah. it's just it's kind of a crapshoot almost of like, well, like, you know. The leaders being Rory, Xander, Scotty, Patrick Cantley, and John Rahm. But any of them could get knocked out in the first round of their, mm-hmm. you know, of their match play. So it's hard to tell. So maybe we'll come back to that at some point. But for now, we'll just leave it as a, we don't know. And that's okay. As a wise man once told me, if you don't know the answer, it's okay to say, I don't know. Amen. But just figure it out. <laughs> So, okay. So the PGA Championship mm-hmm. that is going to be at Oak Hill Country Club in New York. Some rumblings that it's possible it could snow because it's going to be in May, Ooh. and it's not necessarily out of the woods mm-hmm. up there, northern New York. Um. I personally don't know much about Oak Hill. I know they last played there in 2013, I'm pretty sure. As far as uh, major championships go. Okay. However, I believe that would have been in August when the PGA used to be. Mm-hmm. So, going to be a lot different. Um, I'd have to imagine if you have it up that John Rahm is probably the favorite. He is. Yeah, that's slightly. John Rahm has made this slightly boring due to the he's won two tournaments in a row. Yep. Um. In the sense of like, there's not much. There's there's not much like mystery. 
But still, it's. I bet Rory's second. Rory's tied for second as far as odds go. Tied for second is tied with JT. Yep. See, and that's probably due to the just the fact that he's defending champion. Mm-hmm. And so for Vegas, you know, just putting the defending champion up there because they don't want people to be like getting him at a lower price. They probably want people to get him at a at, at an overvalued price due to the fact that they're just going to bet on him because he's defending. Yep. Um and they don't want to get kind of hosed on that. I would bet he's he's tied for second, you said? JT and oh, Rory. JT and Rory are tied for second. And then yep. third, okay. Or, yeah, like the third best odds. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, is it Scheffler? Yep. Yeah, okay. I mean, of course, again, not not an over, overall mystery. No. Um. So... Oh, how do I do this? I'm trying to look up the golf course really quick. Like I said, I don't know much about Oak Hill. Yeah, and maybe Vegas doesn't either. So, I mean, like, from top to bottom, as far as, like, the top five go, John Rahm plus 1,100, Rory and JT plus 1,200, Scotty plus 1,400, and then the fifth is Jordan Spieth. He's at plus 1,800. And then it gets into the 2000s after that. So might just be a sign that Vegas doesn't really know either. They don't know how these guys are going to perform. And especially if it snows, dude, that's like how many golf tournaments have you seen be played while there's like snow on the ground or like in the air? Uh, Very, very few. Yeah. Like golf is not a sport to be played while there's snow flying. So that'd be really interesting. Interesting. I wonder if there's a west course and an east course. They might play a composite of the two. Okay. It happens a lot, but just just out of curiosity, I mean, try to look at some of these holes really quick. Yeah, I mean, it's, of course, going to be a, going to have long rough and hard greens. Mm-hmm. Same as any PGA Championship. Um. You know, this is probably one of the PGA Championship venues I, I know the least. You know, I know Valhalla pretty well. I know Southern Hills pretty well. Um, I think where else they play the PGA a lot of times. Bellarive, actually, I really enjoyed that golf course, although they don't play there all the time. Um, but, yeah, I guess I would... I honestly think it actually would really be a good a good time to pick John Rahm, mm-hmm. just as far as what that golf course is going going to demand out of the golfers. Um, it's going to be long, and you're going to just need to be kind of a grinder. Mm-hmm. This would be one of those that, unfortunately, like I I think Brooks would have been like a pretty good pretty good chance to win. Yep, back in his heyday, at least for sure. Um. Yeah, I'm just kind of looking at some of the overheads of it. At least the golf courses that I can I can see. It's it's not going to be the same because they're going to lengthen it. And, you know, they're going to put the tees where they're not normally and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just kind of how it goes. But you know, a lot of little dog legs. Okay, I would I would venture to guess that 
your your top five is going to look a lot like the 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 sports book. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be one. I don't think you're going to see much movement. I don't think you're going to see anybody kind of come from like plus ten thousand mm-hmm. to to really finish in the the top five. Okay. Um. You know, if there was one of those bets of like, you know, JT Scheffler, Xander, Rory, or the field, that like they do sometimes on DraftKings. Yep. I would, I I'd probably actually take that bet. Okay. I, I I would take the I take the four guys. Yep. Just because it's gonna probably be plus a thousand or mm-hmm. so. And I think I think it's pretty likely that one of those guys wins it. I think it's going to be a big name. Yep. No matter what, I think it's going to be a big name. Hard to say who. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's going to be in May. But I, I think I think for sure. I think for sure it's going to be a big name. Okay. What do you uh, What do you think? What's your pick? Well, I think for I think for the PGA, I don't want to be boring and pick Rory again, and I don't want to be boring and pick the favorite either. But he's not that much more, you know, of a favorite. I'll just I'll just say, say who. Who who are you putting your money on that week? If I were gonna put my money on anybody, it'd probably be John Rom. Okay. Just based on how he's been playing at the beginning of the season and either he's gonna go through a lull where he's gonna, you know, trend downwards, mm-hmm. but then he maybe comes back up right in time for the PGA. I can or see that. He stays hot and he's just like he's a new Tiger Woods. He's just like winning all these tournaments like throughout throughout the season and Yeah. So yeah. I think Vegas has got it right in the sense of John Rahm should definitely be given a lot of credit for the PGA Championship. Um, so, yeah, if you're going to put money on anybody, be Big John. Okay. Is there anybody you're seeing on there that you think maybe you'd take it like plus three or 4,000? Mm. So, you got Tony Finau plus 3,500. That's interesting. Maxi, plus five thousand. Mm. Tiger Woods, plus sixty five hundred. I don't think Tiger's. I don't even think. I don't even know if Tiger will play. Yeah. So, Sam Burns plus four thousand. Um, Victor Hovland's not too far. Sam off. Burns plus four thousand. Mm-hmm. I just think Sam Burns is going to be poised for like a big year. Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, he's you could see a major in his. In his year this year, I could. He's he's got another gear that other players don't have, and he's he is that good. Mm-hmm. Like it's the way he plays the game. You know, very little curve, great putter. Like that's the new style of game. Yep. And he's grown up kind of in that style. He, I think he's less than thirty. And okay. the odds are. I think he will win a major before he kind of reaches his like where he's not in his prime anymore. He'll start declining. Yep. Um, which is probably solid 
eight or so years, maybe ten. Okay. I so think, think he's got a lot of longevity. Yeah. Like he's going to be around for a while. Yeah, he's just – and he's he's like one of those guys that you're going to look back, I think, on, and he's going to be like – he's going to be somebody you not, didn't really hear of mm-hmm. from like the average golf fan's perspective. But you're going to look at his career and you're going to be like, oh, like two majors, you know, 18 wins, $60 million. Like he was really, really good. Yeah. I never really heard of him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of the kind of the Adam Scott kind of thing now. I mean, Adam's only got the one major. I think Adam Scott's got something like 14 PGA Tour victories. Mm. He's on his decline, but probably finished. He probably went four more times before he, like, retires, retires. He's got a great golf swing. He just got to get hot at the right times. Yep. And so from that, pers- like, from my perspective there, I just think, like, those guys are kind of the same to me. Like Sam Burns, Adam Scott, just Adam Scott's farther along. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in his forties, I think now, or close to it. And Sam Burns is still late twenties, and they're they're clearly not the same golf swing. But in Sam Burns, a much better putter. But I do think, like, I've heard Adam Scott say about how he, you know, tries to, he does not try to draw or fade the ball. Okay, he he just tries to hit it straight. And when he goes to the range before a round and he's warming up, he is trying to just hit it straight. Okay. And if one day he's hitting it a little bit of a fade, he'll just play that. Mm-hmm. He'll just know everything's going to fade just a little bit. And I kind of, you kind of see the same thing when you watch Sam Burns hit the golf ball. I haven't heard him say that. But from my eye of watching him swing, the way he's swinging it, there, there's no guiding it. He okay. is just built a golf swing that's just going to go straight. Oh, it's just DraftKings reminding me I've been on their website for an hour and ten minutes. No, <laughs> DraftKings can get out of our pockets. Yeah, honestly, um, we're just looking at your information. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of where I I'm kind of settling there. I, I think I'm as far as PGA goes. I'm honestly going to probably take John Rom, mm-hmm. and and then. After that, as far as like a dark horse, I'd probably take Sam Burns. Okay. I I actually you know what's funny? I might even take Sam Burns over John Rahm. Oh. You caught me on a different day. Okay. If John Rahm was playing just like a little like a little worse, I'd probably take Sam Burns based on those odds. Hmm. Okay. Because nobody else it's so hard to bet on anybody in like the top five. Right. From a value standpoint. It's they're more likely to lose than they are to win and mm-hmm. your money's not really there. But you find somebody like Sam Burns who you feel is being undervalued, and now you're making extra money. Right. So, anyways, um, you know, stay tuned for our part two. Yeah. I have, uh, I, think, I think some of the uh, picks for the U.S. Open, the uh, British Open, and the Ryder Cup. I mm. think they're going to surprise you. Okay. I think they're going to surprise you. So, yeah. you got you to gotta tune in yep. for uh, part two. Of our 2023 preview, um, why don't you why don't you pick a word this time? Um, let's go with golden pineapple. Golden pineapple. Okay, so you text either of us golden pineapple. To be clear, you need to text both of us to get the dollar from each. Yep. Um, again, you just we, text Mike 
You'll get a dollar from me. Yep. If you just text me, you're only going to get a dollar from me. I'm not, we're not handing out money. We did in the beginning. This isn't a charity. <laughs> Once um, somebody finally texted us, shout out CC. Thank you for listening all the way through. Yep. This is the whole point. If you listen all the way through, you may have a chance to be paid to do it. There might be a reward at the end. Yep. Again, we reserve right to not do this anytime due to finances. Um, maybe if we get a sponsor, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and, and with that, we'll, uh, we'll catch you on part two for this. Yeah. Excited for it.